What's up? What's that noise? Is it the headphones? There we go. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's the ID84 show live here in Revere, Massachusetts. Some quite craziness. My f- hasn't done that in years. Your what? phone making crazy noises by the microphone. Remember that? It used to happen a long time ago. Yeah, like distortion and stuff. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck? Episode 73. It is the uh, 27th of September, the year of the Lord, 2018. And uh, we're here in Revere for the first time off a show in two weeks. Because last week, we took the week off because uh, me and Adam couldn't look at each other for yeah. nine consecutive days <laughs> at that point. It, it's all out of love. It's just, uh, yeah, it's yeah. love you don't want to look at you for a while. We're good. We have, as always, the dogs, Nola and Tommy. Uh, you can see Tommy's ass and Nola's face. And we have Ronald uh, B. Doubleback sitting next to Tommy. If you need to talk, Joe, you know the rules. The microphone's in front of you. He'll start talking. He'll be like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be on the show today and start talking. And all of a sudden, come up. like Susie does, who's not here we'll right just now. just throw a football term out there and he'll be all over it. Yeah. Um, Susie's working her uh, weekly shit. We usually do this Wednesdays if you guys are. Susie works uh, Thursday nights at uh, Mac 2's up in uh, in uh, fucking Bill Rucka. Driving home the bacon. Yeah, yeah she's uh, shaking her booty. The place still there? Oh, yeah. Drove by the other day, actually. They don't serve alcohol, though. They don't serve alcohol. But they no. have full nudity. Full nudity, no. Well, you, you can get full nudity at the Squire with alcohol. Massachusetts is one of the only states in the country that you can get full naked girls and uh, alcohol. I feel like most strip clubs, though, around here, they have ha- they have just topless and they serve alcohol. What topless strip clubs have you been to, Massachusetts? No, but like they just they're they're naked. Like if you go backstage or something like that, but or you know oh, for no. dance. But like I feel like what's really? one? I feel like the. Uh, Maybe Which New Hampshire you're thinking of? Because I, I I know the Squire goes full naked. I've seen, I see, I, I seen everything. I just feel like they go... They do, but I feel like they do more at Max 2s because they don't serve alcohol. Um, I, I feel know. like they give you a little more. I feel like they... they give you a little they, more. They, you, they, want, you want a little more, go to Providence, people. I'm telling you. <laughs> go to a Providence strip club and you'll get more than you're, you're bargaining for. Read the forums. Mm. I don't know personally. I know people yeah. who know people. I, I believe that. Yeah. No. When I first met uh, Eric Danger Powers... I was uh, I was going down to the uh, Providence strip clubs quite often. Yes. And he's like, dude, hug. It was, I remember it was during the the night, <laughs> the 2008 uh, a, um, American League Championship against the Tampa Bay Rays. Mm. I was down there for one of the games, watching it in, on a 13-inch TV in the corner of the strip club. Oh damn! And then caught a cold. What do you mean? It was always gross. These girls would walk around like almost naked, right? They were kind of like raunchy, like dirty hamsters. And then they would hustle you for dollars so they could put them in the vending machine so they can buy chips. And I remember this one girl was eating, like, oil and vinegar chips. And those things are horrific they anyways. Yeah. Now I picture that being naked and breathing on you, trying to hustle you for no. money. No, Hells no. That's kind of funny that they would use them for a vending machine because I look at them like they're a vending machine. Yeah, I'm true. giving yeah. you money to do something for me, you know, and they're that, that's kind of, I remember, it comes full circle. Remember King Arthur's in, East, in uh, Everett? Slash Chelsea. I never went, but I heard of it. Oh, I've been there. I watched the uh, Celtics win the 2008 championship there one night. I watched, oh, I, I, correction, I watched the first half there. I watched the second half of Margaritas with uh, Danger Powers. And then me and him and his ex-girlfriend, one owl, went up to Kowloon's and got hammered. But nevertheless, I was there at, at uh, King Arthur's RIP. Uh, it was the best strip club ever because you walked in, there was a lounge with a pool table. Then you walked into the room and there was a, a stage and a bar. And uh, they didn't have a DJ. They had touch tunes where the uh, strippers would hustle you for dollars so they can put in, so they can dance to their favorite songs. Mm. And uh, it had a motel attached to the back of it. I, I I assume that years ago, 
It was a legit motel that because tr- it was a big trucking area over in the produce center. Yeah. The truckers would actually stay at this motel like legitimately, and then they opened this lounge, and the guy was like, "Oh, let's make it a strip club. Oh, let's make it a brothel." Hmm. And uh, I drove by it about um, three months ago. It's still there. It's like it's kind of sad. It's not. It's closed, but hmm. you know, uh, it was I, interesting. I still think in Canada you should be able to throw the dollar coins at them. I know, no, I, <laughs> I know that's supposed to be. I've funny. been there with a guy who done that. We're at uh, we're at Super Sex R.I.P. Super Sex is now closed on Montreal, on uh, St. Catherine Street. And I was I was I'm not gonna say his name. All I can say he's a firefighter for a city in the Boston area. Okay. Okay. With a family and, and daughters. I bet you my friend know, my friend knows him. And uh, yeah, he's now a lieutenant. This 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 guy. Uh, he he has responsibility now, but 12 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> On St. Catherine Street, Res- responsibility went out the window of this fella. Yeah. We were at 20 years old, and he was whipping loonies and toonies at these poor little strippers. Oh, man. As if they were like bullets ricocheting off her thighs. Did you get kicked out for that? No. No? No, she just said, I prefer if you, I prefer if you did not uh, throw them at me. You can toss them onto the bucket. Something that was my poor French-Canadian accent. Yeah, you said him like yeah. Sasha Baron Cohen, like doing a Borat guy. Yeah, no, this is one girl. Oh, God. I st- uh, her name was Justine McNelly. That's her name. Okay, that doesn't sound too strippery. I no, mean, she's not a stripper. Okay, oh, okay. No, funny story. We met outside of a strip club. This was We're going back. Uh, what year was this? Uh, my cousin Ryan was still in high school. We had to go, let's say, 2007, 2006. I'm going to say 2006. It was New Year, it, No, the year, the, oh, when the Patriots go 18 and uh, 16, that was 2007 season, right? Yeah. So it was, sure. it, yeah, so we went up there. We actually watched him beat the Giants that last game of the season in Montreal. Okay. To win it, to go 16 and 0. Right. So that's when it was. So me and uh, not my and uh, one of my cousin's friends, I forget which one of us, we're in line for a strip club, and these girls walk by. So th- my my cousin's friend starts like you know you know cat talking them. Mm-hmm. So they start talking to us, and like we well, we're like where are you girls going? They're like oh we're going to this club over there. You want to come? Sure. So we get out of line to the strip club, and we go up and hang off these girls. And uh, yeah, then we then we brought them back to our hotel room. Yeah. With three other guys laying in bed. Oh jeez. So we walked, we're all it was like five of us sharing a room. Oh boy. So me and uh my cousin's friend walk in with these four girls and my and my cousin's laying there and he perks up. He's like, Oh oh hey. And uh I was like, Hey guys, do you mind uh you know, giving us a minute? So like the two other guys leave and one guy goes, All right, and he goes into the bathroom, the lights turn off, and then I see him like making his way into the corner of the room. Like peeking out and he's, just, like- and he's just sitting there in the chair watching. Was he, like, doing other things with his hands? I don't know. That's kind of creepy. But all I remember is the girl's name was Justine McNally. She We were a first Facebook friend for the longest time. Mm. And uh, she kept wanting me to go up there and visit her. And uh, I think she's a psychologist now. That's all I know. Oh, of course. She's probably really fucked I don't up. think we're Facebook friends anymore. What do, you, what do people defriend people on Facebook? Did that ever happen to you? Uh, I don't. I haven't used it very much lately, but I, I it happens. But it's very awkward when you get defended, or like you, like you, you, you are friends with the person at one time, and you know you were friends with them, and then like years go by, and you don't really check up on them, you're not stalking them or anything, but all of a sudden, like you get a, like you may know this person thing pop up. Like, I thought I was freaking friends with this person. What the fuck? Oh, okay. I was gonna say maybe they deactivated their. Account, yeah, no, it, maybe that could have been too. They could have. Yeah. It could also be maybe there's a connection there. It's like not you, a but you're a bridge to somebody yeah. else that they don't want to be associated with. It could be, yeah. You know, who wouldn't want to be associated with a guy like me? I don't like that smile. 
Yeah, I know, right? That pedophile look. I drive by a, a, a school, an elementary school every day, and I said, huh, they only knew. That's right. You're kidding, of course. I'm not a registered sex offender, okay? People, calm down. All right? Unlike Kofanoff, oh, this guy getting elected for Supreme Court, this guy has a lot of uh, skeletons in his closet, huh? Yeah, I, I have, I've barely kind of, I'm trying to avoid politics right Tommy. now, because I'm just, my mind. Tommy! This is not ready yet to get back into politics. But is it really politics though? When Supreme Court justice though, or is it more uh, true? I mean, because it really it's a deviant, dip, dipshit. It does reflect. Yeah, yeah, yes. But so I'm so fill me in. Yeah. All right. So, so this, this guy guy's done? like fifty something, right? Yeah. And he's a nominee for Supreme Court by Trump, right? Long story short, here's the thing: it's a lifetime, li- yeah, lifetime, lifetime, <laughs> lifetime position. When yeah. you become in the Supreme Court, you have it to the day you die. Yeah. Unless you do something dramatically horrific. Or you willingly. Yeah, or you down, willingly yeah. step down. You have that job at approximately, I think it's about $225,000 a year. That's pretty awesome. For the sweet. rest of your life. That's pretty sweet. Until you don't want to be there anymore. So I feel that this is a position that you really have to scrutinize the person that you're employing. It is probably the highest, it is probably the number one job in the country. In the sense that you can't lose it unless you do something terrible. You have it for life, and you make all the decisions that this country is based on, pretty much. Yeah. So I think you got to be a pretty uh, straight shooter, you know what I mean? Yeah. So this guy, who gets nominate, nominated, all of a sudden, oh, yeah, but apparently he walked around in college. Now, he did stuff. Oh, okay. Now, let me, let me tell you one thing. This guy has done stuff that most guys have done in college. Yeah. Other than the fact of holding girls down and forcibly putting their penises in their face, which I've never done. But I've seen people do it. But like walking around with your dick out. I'm like, how many guys you know were at a potty and all of a sudden you look over and the guy's dick's out? I've never witnessed it, but it's happened around me. Like La- in my vicinity, last, it's happened. Last night, Susan's sitting on the couch and I whip my balls out and I go, hey, I think I stepped in, sat in gum at work. I did the old sat in gum look and she looked twice. And she goes, oh, you're sick. I go, yes, I am. But then I, then I got it twice. I got it twice last night. Nice. I go, oh my God, what did Tommy do to the couch? And she looked. There's my balls again. Did you play with them afterwards, I hope? No, I wish. Not even uh, once. She was too busy with the wedding stuff. Oh, of course. Invitations. Oh, God. Wedding invitations, if you will, are going out, oh, okay. uh, going out soon. So if you don't get one, you aren't invited. <laughs> that would be a very awkward day for you yeah. and me, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, did you get your RSVP? Uh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Already, what are the RSVPs going? Um, they're, they're coming, Adam. Yeah. Adam, we already got a final count. Very awkward. I know. Adam wasn't invited to the first wedding. No, Although you probably would have got I was a second. On the wait, I was on the you wait, were on wait list. list. Yeah, you made the A list this time. Yeah. You were in the B squad. Joe, uh, double back over there is on the, on the B squad, and we live with him. That's really awkward. No, he's not. Can you imagine? <laughs> he's the, well, I'm just fun, kidding. Man. He's the best man. <laughs> one of the best men. That would be so messy. I mean, no, imagine being the best man and on the waiting My list. My friends like, are so unreliable. I need two best men to make sure things get done right. <laughs> Imagine being the best man, but you can't be at the wedding. Like you, yeah. you can only show up for that, and then you gotta like leave. You fucking Skype it in. Like a, you have a, uh, someone's holding an iPad with your face on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> like and, um, like how I met your mother. Let me ask it. you this question: We bought rings the other day, right? We were up in, we were Apple picking up. Yeah, what was that all about? I saw that in group, and I was like, "What are yeah. you talking about?" I felt like I had amnesia. I'm like, "Thought you gave her a ring?" Like, what's no, you get your wedding rings. Yeah, your wedding so you rings. Buy them, but right? you said you gave her two. Well, she wanted two, I guess, so she what? looks better with a ring. I go, well, I'm not paying for these. Here's the thing. That. Here's the thing with wedding rings, which I, we took it out of the wedding account for our rings. Yeah. And the reason I can justify this for her, I shouldn't be buying her rings. She shouldn't be buying me a ring. If she wants me to wear a ring, it's coming out of the joint account. Yeah. It's a band. It's part of the wedding. It's part of the whole wedding celebration. That's my opinion. Wait, so nobody now just gets your engagement ring and your wedding so ring. Allegedly, so allegedly, 
the guy is supposed to buy the girl's wedding band, and the girl is supposed to buy the guy's wedding band. Yes, that's what I always thought. Okay, well, my wedding band was $250. Hers were $650 each. Each? Why does she get two? That's what I said. And I go, what am I supposed to do for our first anniversary? Yeah. I was going to buy her the other one. They're like little thin little diamonds, but she wanted it to look like the full package. So I said to her, I'm like, let's take this out of the wedding account, because this is, this is extremely unfair. And then we'll buy each other a wedding gift. See, she's already going into that princess behavior already. She's already it's, been there. It's a little too soon. She's, she has single. She has only child slash youngest child syndrome, which is the worst combination. Oh boy. She was raised as an only child. Yeah. But technically, she's the youngest child. Yeah. Of her uh, half sisters. Hmm. So you know, I tell that all the time. So guys, watch out. See, see my method would it, see, would be get. Am I a cheapskate for making us take it out of the joint account? I don't think no, so. No, I don't even think she should get a second one. Well, I said what to What the fuck? Well, and here's the thing, too. And I go, then if, if, to, to justify, to change the, uh, the nomenclature of the whole wedding, uh, you know, you know the, the, the formalities, if you will. Yeah. We'll just buy each other gifts. So you, I'll, I'll buy you a gift, and then you can buy me those really nice golf clubs I really want. They're $1,000. It still makes no sounds sense. Sounds very to me. justified to me. But, okay, so I don't know why I'm buying a girl a gift to get no, married to me. Exactly. In the end, it's like okay, you. Let's Th- I'm like saying thank you for marrying me. Yeah, it is. It, it, thank you. In the grand scheme thank you for of showing things, up, it's so fucked up. In the grand scheme, of, this is whole two thi- what, two ring thing is messed up. She's already getting a diamond. That's what I'm saying. Engagement ring and, and a band. Two diamond right? wedding bands. And you're getting basically something out of a fucking Cracker Jack box. That's two hundred bucks the on thing, your finger. The, the, she the, wants two. The ring that I picked. I hate wearing jewelry. First of all. And I tried getting away of not wearing one, and I don't think that's gonna roll very well. So I'm like, if I'm gonna have to, I don't wear I don't wear metal. I hate jewelry. I don't even like wearing metal watches. I I, I have one that I wear occasionally, but I'm not. A fan. Oh. So I, sh- I got a um a Tungsten one. It's black. Yes. And it has like a like a, a a different finish to it. So I I can see that. All right, it matches everything I have. You know, it's very subtle. Um, but here's the thing. Um, it it was cheap <coughs> as dirt. You know what I mean? Yeah. Double back's uh, brother Anthony, uh, when he got married, he said he got his. This was on Amazon for like $75, his wedding ring. And I bet uh, his wife's probably cost close to a grand. It's bullshit. You know, you know, you know, you should have done. You want a second, you should have been, you want a second ring? Fine, yeah. it's going to be a tattooed one. Yeah, that's bad. It's bad. That's bad. He's just like, you really oh want that one? Oh, God. No, that's, yeah, I know a girl got, so these, this couple I know, right, got their, uh, their wedding rings tattooed on their hands. Yeah. Right? And, uh, he ended up going um, six inches deep on his boss, who's a man, and um, yeah. So that's a little odd for our company, right? Now, for the rest of their lives, she has a, a ring around a finger yeah. for a guy she was once married to that is now now likes guys. Well, try to explain that to your kids when they're six years old. Well, what's the story? Daddy went out for milk, and Daddy got a boyfriend. Which is nothing wrong with that. Don't get me wrong. No, I don't. I have no. I have. That's an audience to that story too. I want. Uh, there's nothing wrong with guys dating guys, girls dating girls. I'm just saying. No, this is married. When you when you get married and you do that, it's more of the of a, more or less the tattoo on your finger, which is like something. You, at least when you, you get divorced, you take the ring off and you call it a day, right? Yeah. When you get that tattoo forever, you have to remember. But that's what I'm saying. She really yeah. wants that second ring. That's what it should be. Yeah. The tattoo you want. T- no, you shouldn't get two. How about when she gets yeah. here in about a half hour? You tell her that. Yes, I will. Oh, good. Good for the good I luck. I will politely tell her. Oh, yeah? No, that's going to go over like a lead balloon? 
<laughs> it's gonna fall. I'd love to sit here and watch, and perhaps maybe be live because that would be even more. No, I'm just gonna politely say, what's the, with this two ring thing? Yeah. That's all I'm gonna say because yeah. I've never heard of this. Four chains and two rings, right? I, I just wanted to explain to me. Man, it's a girl. So thing, where does it go? So it's, it's so does it go? Ba- going on my band, band engagement ring band. Well, I go to her. I go. I don't think you make rings big enough for me. And the lady's like, oh, we have all sizes. I go, I don't know if you have an inch in diameter. Because uh, going on my pee-pee. No, but how is that going to go on her finger? I'm trying to understand. Like, so band, it's going to be band, engagement, engagement ring, band? band, yeah. That's going to be a cluttered finger, though. Oh, it looked all right. It looked expensive. You have a, I go, you have an expensive finger right there. Very expensive. We got it in New Hampshire, though, so we don't pay sales tax. So fuck you, Massachusetts, and your 6.25% sales tax. Damn. I just saved myself a buck. And Tommy's red rocket is out. Yes. Always out. If this dog could only know how to hump properly, the vagina is not near the head, Tommy. The vagina is not near the head. No, it's definitely not. No, it's but not. he's just he's just a homie that loves the blowjobs. He's a lost cause. Yeah, he is lost cause. Tommy, you are not meant to reproduce because you're you're not that smart. That's why. That's true. Like it's like that. That is perfectly what humans should do. Like stupid exactly. humans should not reproduce. But they do, and that's the scary. But part. they do. When stupid animals can't figure out how to reproduce, they don't reproduce to make other stupid animals. So Tommy would, he, he, he doesn't know what he's doing. No, he doesn't. He's a silly goose. I was at work the other day at the bar, and uh, I was I was I was said I was discriminative against this oh, guy. Oh, that guy who yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Discriminative. I tell you why I was discriminative. So right now we have half a bar. Because there's a four-foot hole at the end of the bar. Because they're redoing the plumbing. And you made him sit there. <laughs> so I pulled all the seats away from the bar so no one could sit there. Because you can't access. They're not accessible. Because there's a hole there. So this guy goes on his own to pull up a seat to the bar. And I go, sir, I'm like, sorry, you can't sit there. I'm like, oh, see, there's no seats there. Yeah. Because I, it's inaccessible to me. You might as well be sitting in the parking lot because I'm not going to be able to give you anything. And he goes, oh. And he goes, sits down. And then these two broads roll in. And the seat that he left was sitting there. But all right, no, I'm not being discriminative in this path. But these are two grown-ass men trying to squeeze into a spot that's big enough for, like, a fucking skinny girl. Mm. Right? So they sat at the table behind us. And these two girls sat there. Like, oh, you're really not supposed to sit there. They're like, oh, we're just having a drink. So the one girl, sit, who, the one girl just sat there was enough seat for one person. She sat there, and the other girl just sat behind, stood behind. Okay. So I served them because I'm like, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they were just getting a drink. They weren't eating like these people were doing. So this guy goes and uh, complains about me and uh, says he's going to report me to the Better's Business Bureau for discriminative. I go, discriminative against what? I go, for not being able to serve him because... So did he say this to you, and he go, he went, he went to, to the, the manager. Manager. Upper manager. Oh, what a little bitch. That's what I said. I go, what are you discriminative against? I go, what did I do? I'm like, I'm like, because you're not a girl? I go, I don't know. Fuck it. Did I your go, manager take it seriously? Yeah, then I got pissy. I went one of my fucking rages. Well, your manager actually took that shit seriously. Well, I and guess then they kind of have into, to. Then when I went to the rage, she's like, oh, shit. Rage time. When I rage, it's passionate. Start yelling. Yeah, I've seen, I've, I've seen a few of those. Start acting. Acting, yeah. acting a fool, if you will. You know, here we go, Tommy again. Can we see this in the camera? Oh, my God. I think we can. Tommy, please take a sex ed class and realize your ding-dong. No, I I wasted $1,200 getting these two dogs fixed because one doesn't know how to hump. I got to put this thing down. And the other one doesn't want to be humped. All right. I don't think this is appropriate. This is a family show. (laughs) Yeah, family since when? Come on. My little cousin in college who has a tracking device on him right now is watching. 
It does. My mom put a tracking device on me. Son of the college. Well, it's twelve. You said twelve. No, he's eighteen. Almost eighteen. Well, if he needs it, then that's. I go. He up. found out about the tracking device, and she's like, "Oh yeah, how did he do that?" I go, "I don't know. He's smart. He figured it out." I go, "He probably put that tracking device on a cat, and the cat's running around the dormitory right now." Probably. So it looks like he's moving. So that would do. All right, all right, dogs, dogs, knock it off. All right, it's a family show, family show here. So do we want to? So the last episode you guys probably heard or seen, we were in a car, driving from Atlanta. To Savannah. Mm-hmm. Now, we both agree about we were about halfway, half an hour outside of Savannah. We stopped in that little town, remember? Yeah. And it was full of hot southern girls. Remember we went into that gas station? Oh, yes, the gas station. You guys rode the pig? I was like, yeah, we rode the pig. Yeah. I was like, yeah, no. no. We're not talking about a... F- <laughs> <laughs> we're not talking about a living human being here. Yeah, we're not, talking about, we're not being no. discriminative It was like a, a, a statue. It was a pig statue. Yeah, it was a... Uh, like a, like a f- <laughs> Like a, like a roadside attraction that one could ride. Yes. Me and Joey rode it. Not together, of course. Then no. I aced them. But there was a lot of cute girls in that. It was like grossly. It was like a, a town in the middle of nowhere. I'm trying to think here because I, I remember um, I remember the, the gas, the woman, the girl behind the counter was kind of cute beyond that. Then I, one came in and it was one washing her windshield. Oh, yes. Yes. It was all the sexatory going on. There's a lot of weirdness there. A lot of weirdness. Yes. Here's the thing. So, I'm going to go out on the limb. We made a contest. We did over and unders on sexual activity for all of us. <laughs> and um, the winner is Mikey Monaco. Yes, Mikey. Uh, Double backs, little brother did Mikey. some interesting things. Things yeah. we can't even speak about on the show. Things that I might need to see a therapist about. Things that I will only discuss on the show if he comes over and discusses them amongst himself. Yes. I'm not going to bring anything up. Nope. I'm going to let very, him. I'm going to invite him over. One of these nights, I would love wants this. to sit here would and discuss the activities that he ventured upon. All right, I think that's a very responsible decision to make. Uh, then I think he is more ha- more or less can do whatever he wants. Yes, but we're just gonna say we was, witnessed a lot. We uh, he had probably the most fun out of all of us. Yes, I would go on a limb. We went to some really bad strip club. We did all stereotypical bachelor party things. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, that one we went to one in Jacksonville, not good. No, um, no, it wasn't. No, yeah, not all of us. A selected few of us. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to name who went and who didn't go. I'm just going to say that I was there. Yeah, and I was there with a few people, and I'm not going to say who went and who didn't go. I'm not going to say who I went and did anything with on this trip, but I will go <laughs> out to the limb and say that Ronald Doubleback was wandering the streets of Savannah. At 6 o'clock in the afternoon one day, all by himself, and bought himself a variety of souvenirs. I will say I went to the strip club because I feel like it doesn't really count as one. I don't know. I, I, didn't I wouldn't s- count on one. I see more activity I, on Revere Beach on the yeah, summertime. I, I, didn't, I, don't, I didn't really count it as a strip club. Yeah, I mean, no. there were strippers, but like on stage... Strippers, if you will. On stage, they couldn't have any nudity. Yeah, so Florida has a weird law, if you guys aren't familiar. In Florida, if the girls go fully naked... They can't sell alcohol, but if they do sell alcohol, they can only go topless. Yes, and they're not really supposed to dance around topless. They can flash. They're not supposed to have the titties hanging. Yeah, up. because remember that one girl was getting yelled at by the guy who runs the place. Yes, I will. I'll, I'll talk well, about her. Her well, name was her name was Tay. So hey Tay, put your titties back. So in your, something like that. Yeah, yeah. So so Tay comes over 
over to me and starts Titty. talking, right? And this was a girl who we were mentioning earlier who you could tell made some has made some questionable life decisions. And she's I like, want it. She's like, my name's I want it, Tay. And she shows, she points to like around her G-string area. She's like, see? Yeah. And she has her name tattooed there. And then she's like, and over here is is my is my ex my ex boyfriend's name. Yes. And right. The, and the key word was ex, and that automatically means I make poor decisions in life. But the kicker, I was, I was like, so you having a good day? And she's like, she's like, no. She's like, I'm engaged. And I'm like, well, congratulations. She's like, no, I'm the one who pays the bills. Yes, and to a woman, she said as well. Yes, she's engaged yes, to a woman. To a girl, which is good for her. I mean, hey, it's listen, do what you got to do. Yeah. But then she was bringing wine up on stage. Remember that? Oh, she was a sloppy hammer, mess. dude. Hammered. Right? Like, there's nothing more entertaining than a hammered stripper. Cause, and she wouldn't get off. Like, they were giving her the fl- they were flashing the lights and she yeah. wouldn't leave, you know? She, I, I was waiting for her to fall off that stage and tumble over. Yeah. I, I thought she was maybe a drink away. I've seen that happen before. I know we left, but I, I would have stuck it out one more time for her to go up on stage in another round to see if she would tumble off that stage. I'm going to say, uh, there's nothing more trashy than some North Florida girls. I can tell you that much. I'm, I'll agree with you. The state of Florida, I mean, has its, uh, you know, questionable uh, moments, if you will. But North Florida in particular, in Central and North Florida, have... Um, it's very interesting. The panhandle of Florida, and mm. they have some crazy panhandle activity going up there. Um, and uh, we were in Jacksonville. Um, if you're from Jacksonville, I hope you don't take this personal, but you live in a giant shithole. From what we understand. Yes. We uh, left the stadium. We thought it would be appropriate if we walked further from the stadium to maybe perhaps get an Uber at a more reasonable uh, time, which, nope, bad idea. We walked to a neighborhood that none of the six of us would ever dream about walking. And the only reason I wasn't scared was because it was after a game and I figured there was a bunch of us there that no shenanigans could do with them. Yeah, it was fine. But if it was like a a Wednesday night and you and I were just walking down there for no reason whatsoever, Mm, I would be frightened. Yeah. Absolutely frightened. I will say the traffic layout is one of the worst I've ever seen in my life. At least Gillette, you have public transportation. I mean, it's a shit show, but you have public transportation. Not even that. An easy way in and out of the stadium. I mean, Route 1 isn't the greatest, but at least they, they coordinate and block it off so you have nine lanes going one way and nine lanes going the other way. You also had the on-ramp right next to the stadium. Exactly. It was horrible. I, I've never seen anything like this that. This is why Jacksonville does not deserve a team. No, this, it sucks. Move this fucking team, please. Your, your stadium is in the middle of nowhere with no easily accessible. Uh, we had to take two Ubers to the game. And a second Uber full of guys, got, <laughs> their fucking Uber got lost. <laughs> we ended up on the other side of the stadium. And it had to be the. It was the hottest game since um, in fucking fifteen years. Fifteen years. One hundred eight yeah. degrees. Fucking uh, what was that? The heat heat ratio. Yeah, on the, the field. It's like yeah. one hundred seven hundred eight on the field. You got to be kidding me. We're sitting there sweating our ass off. We couldn't find a bar around the stadium. We get there two hours before the game, sweating our ass off inside the freaking place. Well, it was interesting because I've also never been to any sporting event in my life where it was that quick to get in. Yes, it was very unusually quick to get in. But then again, we were there two hours before the fucking game started, too. True. Whereas Gillette usually getting in there about a half hour, the line's lining up. Because the line did increase once the game got closer to kickoff. Mm. But there's literally nothing to do in the stadium. There's no shade. We couldn't find shade. There was no breeze. No. There was one tunnel I actually found that actually... Uh, yeah, there was one Jaguars kind of... Fans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was actually kind of nice. We had to deal with these yuppie dickheads sitting in front of us. If Be- you've seen the video in the oh, pack, you know... Those assholes. Yeah, they were terrible human beings. The beer was actually more expensive there, too. Mm-hmm. Beers were expensive. These douchebag Jacksonville fans sitting in front of us. You know you're a bad human being when your own fans are turning against you. Yes. And we were like literally, 
there was like maybe 10 Pats fans in this section. All of us, I mean, a few other people. All Jags fans. And these obnoxious, yuppie, fucking hipster, fucking uh, millennial dickheads with their college shirts, sitting there drunk as a skunk, as drunk as they were at the, the AFC Championship game that I went to last year at Gillette. These Jacksonville fans. Running their mouth, causing a ruckus, acting a fool. It was so bad that the off-duty cop behind us said, if you want to hit him, I'll allow it. Oh, yeah. And That's when, how bad it was. When he stepped down, with his, when he flashed his badge. Yeah, I don't know what he was trying to show. Yeah, that, if I put two and two together afterwards. Yeah. that uh, yeah. I was like, yes. Yeah. I was waiting for... Now, we were with Big Mikey, and Big Mikey is a giant, scary human being. And I mean, he's not just tall. He's he's like built like a middle linebacker. I would say it would probably be or a t- or a defensive end. Yeah, he's a big dude, and he got up and he started pointing. When a guy's pointing at you from afar and in of an angry face, that's very frightening. <laughs> it is because it is. the next move after after pointing is him ripping your head off your your body. I was starting to get impatient because that yokel kept tapping my my knee. I oh, I, yeah. I was getting. He like, starting he, to lose yeah. it. I, I he almost got a warning, and but then by that point they were they were escorted away. But the other one earlier, it was a kid in the black shirt yeah. who was being a pain in the ass. But he shut up. He was done. Yeah. He. Uh, here's the thing. We probably we would have. In, what was that? No, it was a bug right oh. in front of me. Sorry. We probably would have injured this person. Um, if he, we wouldn't. Here's the thing. We're not violent people. We're not idiots. We're, we're not idiots. Out of a game. And we don't want to be kicked out of the game before no. it starts. I mean, this is this is all going on half hour before kickoff. By the way, game hasn't even started yet. But we're the type of people that if we wouldn't start trouble, but this kid swung at us, he wouldn't. Have. He was too much of a dork. But if he did, yeah, oh yeah, he would, he would lights out. <laughs> there would be. I would have pummeled the fuck uh, out of him. We would all be lining up, taking turns. <laughs> We would be fighting with each other trying to hit this kid. Here's the thing. I, I would kind of deep. I, I, I wish like I wish it was like fourth quarter and he was running his mouth and he hit one of us. Like, I wish he punched one of us. Oh, God. Oh, just touch me first. Oh. Yeah, hit me. Please oh, my contact God. We're, me. We're begging you yes, to hit us. Yes, yes, Please touch us. Yes. Because I, 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 all of us, I think we're looking for an excuse to hit this kid. Yeah. And that's a legit excuse. Well, he hit my friend, so I knocked him out. Well, originally he was just talking to you, me, and, and Joey. Yeah, then he started. Right? Then, he, then he developed an and audience. Then it, yeah, then he developed an audience. And you were actually, you were trying to be nice at first. You're like, hey, this kid's, little kid's behind us. Yeah. Try to see. I don't want to hear this idiot anymore. And he was standing. And I understand. You're at a stadium and you stand. Okay. Some stadiums have a routine. Like, for example, uh, what stadium did they go to? It was in Atlanta. Atlanta's theme is no one sits down hmm. until. The, when the when the team when the, the Falcons are on offense, no one sits down until they're on defense. So if they get the ball first, all the fans stand. Fair. So you adjust. It's not your stadium. So all right, I'll stand there for the you know whatever. But then everyone sits down and everyone's cordial. Yeah. Uh, and like you go to some basketball games. Like for example, I went to an Orlando Magic game. Everyone stands until they score the first basket. Then everyone sits down. So stupid shit like that, yeah. which is fine. Yeah. This idiot was going to stand the entire game, Yep. which is unacceptable. I can understand if everyone was standing, but if you're the only idiot standing and everyone's sitting, dude, sit down. Because then I get to stand, and then I'm blocking the person behind me. And it happened to be a small child behind me as this guy is dropping obscenities. Yeah. Now, I have a potty mouth, but this kid made me look like a saint. Yeah. 
Well, you know, you know what's funny? You Which said is difficult to do. You said something to me when we were sitting there, though. I, I, every once in a while, I realize you're not aware of your surroundings when you say oh, things, yeah. right? Half the time. Like, I know that there was that, that incident at Tia's where I, I saw a girl, and you're like, yeah, she's a... Remember that? You, you, you blurred out something very loud, and all of a sudden, people just cleared out. Yeah. And then, well, at the I game... I have poor judgment of how I... My tone of voice. You, you, you said something to me about the girl that was behind us. You're like, yeah, you could tell she was probably good-looking when she was younger, but now, you know, you could tell she's, you know, kind of lost a step or something like that. But the guy, oh, yeah. the, the off-duty cop is the guy who was with her, and he was still sitting behind us. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> and yeah, and you he, froze he, for a second, and you didn't know what to say, and you're like, oh, I think it was another person. And he was with, uh, he, he's also the one with the kid that Eric yeah. scared and dropped his popcorn as we were walking up the stands. Yes, yeah. I mean, she was significantly younger than her. They're younger than that guy. She's probably about 10 years younger than him. Yeah, I don't think they were a couple or anything like that. You don't but think they, so? I, I, think... I know they arrived together, though. Yeah. They were together. They, they were t- she went somewhere else with uh. the kid. I, I don't know if they went someplace. Uh... But, man, if you're into some North Florida, like that country song, I like my woman a little bit on the trashy side. Yeah. I like my woman a little oh, bit Oh, you'll find on it the there. Trashy side. Go to North Florida. Yeah. I beg you to go to North Florida. They've just given up. Oh, yeah. I mean, most Southern girls are pretty classy. Like, you know, they're, you know, Southern, like, Georgia girls. You and, think so? You know, I say the majority of Southern girls are classy. I think I the know. ones that are trashy, oh, I mean, they're trashy. I think they might look more trashy, but they're, well, I don't know. I think maybe they act more classy, but look more trashy. Maybe. I feel like the Northern girls are more, look visually wise, look classy, but act more trashy. I mean, every once in a while, you want to, you know, you want to. You want a tangle of a trashy girl. Yes. Just to, yeah. You know, it's like it's like when I was in high school, we used to drive around the trailer park and hang out. You don't mind playing with a dumpster. Fire. We had a friend that lived in a trailer park. She wasn't really a friend. We worked with her. It wasn't really a, it wasn't really a beach house. It was a mile from the beach. She wasn't really a friend, but she worked with us. Was so it we, Route One? Yes, the one between. Uh, you know the one that we used, you could hit balls from the driving range that used to be there. Shady. No, not Shady Acres. There is one called Shady Acres. Yeah, there is. It's the one. This one was the one that's. Uh, so you get the right of roof in. Yes. And then you get that little plaza with Fred Ruckus. It's still there? Right. Fred Ruckus? No, I mean the uh, is it the trailer park. Oh, still yeah, there? it's still there. It's yeah. still there. We used to, we, the driving range is right next to it. Me and uh, Doubleback used to purposely turn 90 degrees and shoot balls into the, the, the trailer park. Nice. Just to hear it go, bing, bong, bing. Or we used to hang out there, and one of the kids there had a, uh, a VHS camcorder. And we used to make movies. I can't believe you have to say that now. VHS camcorder. I know. I know, right? Like, I know what you're talking You this could have just said camcorder. And this, I is known, like, but this is 2002. So this is like 16 years ago. Half hour battery life. Giant. Two hours with the big battery. And then he had a little battery that had like 45 <laughs> yep. minutes. Yep. And we would walk around. And these things were terrible in dark light. You needed like, you needed ideal light oh for these God. things to look good. Yeah. And we'd walk around the trail park and drink beers and videotape stuff. That's pretty cool, actually. It was weird, and this girl just—you know—she was she was the dirty girl, you know. God, I could tell you stories about friends I know that if this girl, I could, if we could do a whole episode on what Dirty Danielle did uh, to half the guys I know, I would never go down that road. I wonder if there's another no, story. No matter how horny I was, I could not, I could not do it. I there's a there's a, the little bit of dignity I have in my body. I could just. <laughs> Me and Dirty Danielle never did anything, but I could tell you about five guys I know that did. Uh, it could be another story uh, that what what Dirty Danielle got from some all these guys. I could I couldn't even t- I don't I don't even know her last name. I couldn't even look her up if I wanted to. I have no idea if she ever left the trailer park. Well, but she used to work at this place next to uh, the Albon Pan that I worked at, and uh, she worked there because she was hired because she was having sex with the guy that was her boss that owned the place. That's a good way to get hired. Well, yeah, especially when you like you have a wife and kids at home, 
You just oh, say totally. you're going to work. Totally. And banging the girl you hired to fuck you. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's a win-win situation, I guess. You know. It's a lot of effort it takes involved. You have to put her on payroll, the fuck? That is. That I mean, you sound like... It's like Rockefeller used to do that kind of shit, I think. Do you think there's any trailer parks out there that are, like, upscale? Like, yes. when we think of trailer parks, yes, we think dirty is. and gross. In fact, I watched this on the Travel Channel once. Oh, wow. The most expensive trailer park in the world is in Fort Myers, Florida, and the average trailer goes for over $100,000. Oh, wow. And it is, it's the equivalent of being in like a country club style atmosphere. Huh. And the only difference, and there's an HOA, so all these trailers have to look a certain way. They have to have a certain landscape and they're on a oh, certain wow. possible land. Yeah, it's, it's, it's on its way to, on the beach on San Carlos Boulevard in Fort Myers. I actually drove by it every time you go to the beach. Huh. And uh, yeah, it, the average trail is over 100 grand, which is good because I was looking on uh, Zool. In for in Florida for like condos and stuff like that at one point and uh, you can get a trailer for twenty grand if you want a bad trailer though yeah it's gonna be absolutely Susie <laughs> J does not want to move into a trailer uh, no woman would it's I all about status well I try to talk her yeah. into it I go well it's a cheap vacation place we go down I mean I mean you know you get for twenty grand we could you know it's very affordable the problem is we're guys everything we do is for fucking them they, they, they like, we'd be fine with that oh, they'd be, be like no I'd because be, my girls oh my god you know. someone told me. If I was a single man and I was going to go to Florida and live there and I could get a trailer that I own for 20 grand and just have to pay the monthly lease or whatever the hell it is, you would do it in a heartbeat. Yeah. It's a, what the fuck's a trailer? Who cares? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're living for free. Pretty much. I mean, what's your mortgage on 20 grand? Yeah. Not, yeah, not yet. $98 a month? <laughs> it's cheaper than any rent you would pay anywhere, right? Yeah. Did you do have to worry about hurricanes and stuff like yeah, that, demolishing well, shit. You get, a fucking, you get, you get insurance. Yeah. You know, a yeah. fucking thing blows into the ocean. It's a, it's a blessing. And, and theft can, and all that. All people yeah, breaking in. I guess in so. Shit. I mean, the, the people around you, you have to worry don't about. Don't have it. anything nice. That's what I always say. Yeah. You don't want anything nice. Like I just got a new car. I'm. I, you know. You all know that I used to have a yellow Jeep back in high school. I had that for twelve years. All twelve years I was in high school, and uh, it finally died in two thousand twelve, two thousand eleven, two thousand twelve, and I finally got a new yellow Jeep. This one has all the bells and whistles. This is, one has is it new or used a little bit. Brand new. It had ten miles on when I drove out of the fucking dealership. Oh wow! Beautiful four door yellow convertible Jeep. Automatic or manual? Oh yeah, automatic. What's Do you want automatic? I, the, the amount of traffic I sit in on a daily True. basis. True. Yeah, around here, yeah, you should probably. Get you know, if I lived in the, if I lived like in Nevada or lived in some fucking you know rural area. Oh, no, it makes no. sense. Yeah. But when you sit in Boston traffic and you stop going at average speed, I have the stupid auto saver on there that I have to shut off. So there's this thing on my Jeep that is a standard on all Jeeps. My mother has it on hers. If you stop at a red light for more than five seconds, it shuts your engine off. What? To preserve, it's an a, a, a economy thing. That's annoying. And then when you step on the gas, it starts your engine off. All and right. what scares me is I'm I'm using my starter. Yeah, that puts ten times more than I'm actually using it. That puts wear on the starter. Yeah, exactly. So you can shut it off. So if I'm in stop and go traffic, I shut that shit off because. Next thing I know, I'm putting a fucking new starter in there at 30,000 miles. Yeah, that's weird. You know what I mean? A starter's supposed to go around 70,000 miles. Anyways, now I'm just increasing the starting of this thing? Mm-hmm. What am I, a fucking moron to what? Save nothing. You're not really saving anything. You're not idling at a high mile per hour. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fucking hipsters. Alex Wallace in the house, motherfucker. They move their value really well, too. They don't appreciate as fast as a lot of cars. I Jeeps. got $1,000 for my 12-year-old Jeep, and it didn't have an engine. How many miles were on it? hundred and... 66. Body was in mint condition. Yeah, oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Every good. year I would go underneath it and rust oleum the whole bottom of it so it wouldn't rust. Like fucking black spray paint all yeah. the way to the bottom. And then I, uh, my dad's friend's the guy who owns the body shop. So when I got work done, he gave me a can of paint. 
Yeah. So every time there was a nick or a chip or anything like that, I would just fucking patch it up with the paint. Nice. Oh, the body. That, the, so the, I sold it to a guy for a thousand, a regular at the bar. He fixed it up. He calls me up when it was done, like eight weeks later. He's like, "Hey, I'll, I'll let you know. I'll let you buy it back off me first if you want." Hmm. I go, "How much?" He's like, "Well, I got an offer for eight grand on a twelve-year-old Jeep." That's He's, a pretty sweet deal. He put a high top on. He redid the brakes, <laughs> put new wheels on. He probably put about two grand in there, bought it for a thousand. He was probably three grand in the hole. Yeah. Did all the work himself and made four grand off this fucking thing. And yeah. I was like, no, man. There are, I keep my Civic. There are places in the Cape. I know I'm going mean, to, a buddy of mine, he, we used to take his Jeep out down to like, down at Wellfleet. Oh, yeah, on the beach. In the summer, on the dunes and, and deflate the tires. Yeah. Rot on the beach just drink beer, sitting yeah. in the Jeep, standing at the ocean. I drove my, yeah. uh, the only problem with deflating the tires is you got to find a place to fucking fill them back Yeah, up. there are places that have it, but yeah, yeah you got to look for them though, yeah. I, uh, you could take it on Daytona Beach without deflating the tires because it's so packed down on Daytona yeah. that oh, right. uh, you, you can actually just drive it. You throw it into that four wheel low. Yeah. You can't go faster than 10 miles per hour, but. You go on that, and me, Doubleback, uh, Doubleback's brother, and the original Adam, um, we were in spring break 2004. We drove down, uh, well, yeah, 2004. We were staying in Daytona for a couple of days. We drove the fucking uh, Jeep down the beach. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, it was pretty cool. We had the roof off, took the doors off. Yeah. You know, we just drove. It's like it's weird because they have these entrances on the beach on Daytona. Hmm. Like they're like an entrance to a highway. And you just, uh, yeah, Doubleback. Remember when we took the, uh, the Jeep on the beach on Daytona? 2004. It's pretty cool. There was remember we seen the Corvette. Someone actually brought a Corvette on the beach. Hmm. It was so packed down though. It wasn't even like you're off road. Like that, the sand was so like if a Corvette could drive on, it'll find a problem. Yeah, was, you know what I mean. I don't think you could do it anymore. But I know my dad's Jeep. My dad had a Jeep in like '94, and those ones you could actually take the windshield that would could could fold that. down. Oh, yeah, you can still tow them. Yeah, some of them I don't think you can anymore. Mine a lot can. of them got rid of that. So yeah. Mindy Ken is a special tool they gave us. Before it used to be just fucking. I wouldn't nuts. want to. Yeah, it's like a porn shit. I'd be terrified. Oh my I, god! I took my windshield down once. Massachusetts requires you to wear goggles if yeah, you're driving. I would. So you, other than that, so you have to put a you have to put a face mask on. I'd be terrified of pebble. You know how a pebble can like crack your windshield? Oh, it'll crack your face. Yeah, exactly. I fuck that. I did it on. Um, I when I was in high school once driving home from school, we put the windshield down. It was stupid. Bugs. You're blowing shit. your eyes like this. It's like. And the amount of work it takes because there's so much structural stuff that's involved. That uh, did she rip that off herself? No, I thought I had it on her. Did it fall off? Yeah, you did have it on her. It wasn't tight. My enough. dog apparently figured out how to take the collar off. That's convenient. Yeah, you know, yeah, I wouldn't take the windshield out. I could take the doors off if I want. They, yeah. Before there used to be a nut, and then once you hit the nut, you would actually rust the bolt. Now there's an actual tool that goes in there. So you don't even touch the paint anymore. You, you twist it and it pulls it out. Well, that's good. Do you have the mirrors now to put on the side because you're just no. doors off? You so get what I used right. to do is I used to I bought this cheapo one at Pet Boys and clamped it with a bungee cord so I could have a and I would do it to the robot. But uh, they, the, 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 I don't understand why they don't put the mirrors attached to the fucking the body of the car. I don't know why they're attached to the door. It makes no sense. And you're, no, you're right. You know why? Because they want you to buy more shit. Yeah. Oh, but before you do that, take the doors out. Make sure you either pull the fuse or get those special clamps because you know how when your door opens the light. New thing now. So the old my old Jeep, you had to pull the fuse so the dome light went on. Yeah. But my compu- my car is so computerized. If the door is open, you can't go fast than five miles per hour. It puts your brake on. Okay. So there's a key in the. If there's something I have to do inside the glove compartment and shut off door treatments. Oh, look at that Because shit. I tried backing into a spot today, and I had my door open halfway. Yeah. Because I'm looking as I'm backing up. And once I hit five miles per hour, it put the brake on and put my car into park. It wouldn't let me drive. Okay. So, so I'm like, well, how the fuck am I supposed to do that with my doors off? 
there's a sensor in there. So I read into it. So the new Jeeps have a sensor. You have to turn off all those sensors because it won't let you. Because it would be beeping, beep, beep, beep. Yeah, or a light would be on. The and light shit, will yeah. be on. All this shit would be happening, and all the computerizations in the car. Like literally, I have a little fake Jeep on my dashboard, mm. and it shows you what doors are open. Mm. It doesn't just show a light. It shows you the actual door that's open. So I got to bypass all that stuff. So they they allow me to access the bypass. That's cool, but it's also just another fucking sensor that could break and you got to fix. Dude, there's more bells and whistles with this fucking Jeep than it's nice because it has all the shit that my mom's Jeep has, the, yeah. the Grand Cherokee. But at the same time, and it's all waterproof too. Like it's all like a fucking weird like rubbery dashboard and stuff. But it has all like I have a reverse camera in the fucking Jeep. Hmm. Never in a million years I thought I'd wrangle I'm not sure if I like camera. that It doesn't seem like a Jeep to me If it has a camera in it. I don't know I don't know Some, I don't know. Fancy, though. It's nice and it's cool But it's not I don't I know I still have rolled down windows And I don't have electric That's locks cool. Interesting Which, which I, apparently Susie J told me I didn't have electric locks in my van Which I didn't realize I'm like I guess I didn't Huh Yeah Tommy's just fucking mouth fucking Nola He is He's like all over it She almost bit him in the in the When his, in his rocket He does not give a shit um, So we got 15 minutes left in the show uh, we, we, I want to talk about the, uh, the the haunted house we went to in Savannah. Oh yeah, the Sorrel Weed House. Yes, and your yeah, this is your idea. You wanted to do this. We were down yes. for it. We we're like whatever. So uh, you and I, uh, Mikey and Eric went. Yes. And uh, we went to the late show. I guess you could say it was yes, like the, nine. Yeah, it was nine o'clock. The late tour. Yeah, nine o'clock tour. Nine thirty tour. And it's supposedly the most haunted house in America, right? Yeah, it's, it's up there. It's one of okay. the top. Yes. And yeah, uh, you know, I'll let you take the lead on this one because this is more your thing than. Yeah. I, I just I was fascinated. I'm I'm a very skeptical person about this. I shit. am too. I am. And uh, uh, I need to get some hot evidence to be proven by anything, <laughs> but there was definitely a sense of uh, you know I was very open minded about this thing. You know what I mean? To see exactly what. Could be possible. Like yeah, um, I will say that all together though there was one thing that all of us kind of yes, shared end. together, yeah. which was where and I, I, almost the tour guide. I feel like she didn't even want to acknowledge it. She, mm-hmm. she just kind of kept talking, and then I'm like, "Did everybody hear that?" And it was right behind you. It was, yeah. which was in uh, we were in the carriage house, which used to be the slave quarters, yep. and we heard what sounded like chains being dragged across the floor. And um, I eventually went back there, and I couldn't find anything. It was kind of like a mini break room for employees, and there yeah. was some pipes, but I couldn't find anything back there. That, and that, my, uh, my assumption was because it was back to an alleyway, and we walked that alleyway on the way out. And I thought, all right, well, it's an alleyway. Maybe they're uh, attached to dumpsters. Yeah, that makes sense. Maybe some guys in the restaurants dropping his shit off in the dumpster. But we looked; there was no chains on the dumpster. No, there's no chains. There's no restaurant either. It's just an alley. Yeah, it was like uh, with a couple retail dumpsters. stores on the other side, and. No chains. I, di- I couldn't find one chain while I was out I there. I couldn't find a chain either. Which, I, that's my only assumption was that maybe <laughs> someone was, something with a chain outside. Because it was like, like the sound chains make like on like pavement. You know what yeah. I mean? And, but there was no chains out there for us to even see. And it clearly was chains. Oh, it was definitely. It was yeah. definitely chains. And, you know, I'm, I'm a skeptical too. And I'm on a tour. So I don't want to run around a corner and see some guy going like, woo like yeah. trying to fuck with us but on the flip side if they did that and got caught they'd be ruined yeah, as, yeah. as that guy who we met in that bar was talking about um, who owns that company remember he was talking about it um, the bar oh, we were yes. before that yeah. yes yes um, but at the same time you know like, I'm on a thing here I, I don't really know but um, then there was the audio yes that that was recorded which is a little just want to give a shout out to what uh, Eric Fett's watching he's drinking an IPA and I'm drinking an IPA uh, Eric who? Eric Vets. Eric, Eric Vets, old boss of mine, back Eric in the Vets. day. Yes. Um. So, uh, the thing is, I had I recorded so much audio yeah. here, and I, I I spent like 
a long night. Did you watch any of my video? In the, just, uh, yeah, I watched some of your video. Because here's the thing. I took mostly video. I think I videotaped like 25 minutes and uh, of just like constant video. I, I watched like 10. I didn't watch the whole thing. Yeah, I'm, I, I wasn't really videotaping anything in general, but I figured that maybe we could go through it and stuff. I did see on one picture there was a... And I, I took a picture of something in the mirror, and I could see something in the mirror. I I, I don't know. I'll have I, to look at I'll it. have to show you the picture. Yeah. And then when I was videotaping, I kept seeing these three little dots everywhere I moved. But I, I what I did was I figured it out. It was from the crystals that were in the chandeliers. Ah, and yeah. As I was moving, because I I would move it forward, it would move <coughs> forward, and I, I was catching the light on the crystals, and it was displaying on the screen. Oh, I see. But you, okay, you yeah, you got some sound, right? Yeah. So I I had to throw out I think about twelve files where something seemed odd, but I could there was just so many people around. It's hard to know yeah. for sure, but there were two that I distinctly remember exactly where I was and that nobody was around. And these two are the ones that definitely there's something. Okay. And I, I don't know what it's saying. and yeah. I don't know what, but I, it's just out of place. Yeah, yeah. And it's definitely a whisper. It's definitely a word. Um, so creepy. And, and, and you couldn't hear it over your, your ear, right? I did Cause I didn't nope, pick it up. This yeah. was later. This okay. was way later. And about, so in this recording here, Eric is trying to, communicate with this female ghost this little okay. girl and he's like oh he's you know you hear sarah whatever and then he felt something grab his ankle yeah and right after that and my recorder was actually under the table on the it was just sitting there on the t under the table on like a footstool yeah not anybody interfering with anything or near us and then about 15 seconds into this you hear what sounds like somebody say there you go and I'm going to try to play this right now right. through here. Um, it actually might come through. This actually has pretty good sound. Yeah, if you put it right to the microphone. I can hear it. Yeah. Right. Stick your hand out, Adam. Yeah, okay. I'm going to go. I think I made her mad. Did I make you mad, Sarah? Her question was all right. Right there. Did you guys yeah. hear that? Sounds like here you go. Yeah, here you go. Right? All right, that's creepy. And then... Um, I mean, this, it this is right when he got grabbed in the ankle. There's this particular chair they said that if you sat down on this bench in the basement. Well, he was standing there. Yeah, and like if you were over near it, the little girl would be was told to she would come out and grab your, your ankle. I mean, it's obviously not a little girl saying that, but it doesn't matter. It's out of place. There's no and reason. And I was, I got to tell you, I was in the room. I couldn't hear anything. Yeah, it was. You could just hear people walking around, but to hear that, it's kind of creepy. And then there was this one, though, and I, I don't even know what it's saying. And, I, and there is a possibility, too. The French actually did occupy the area okay. back in that time. So there is a chance that it's not even English. Yeah, you know, that's true. The French did have some presence. So this was... Uh, Snoop, Snoop Snack? I don't, yeah, Snoop I don't, Snack. I don't know, but it's something. So this house had, they said there were like, what, 27 people buried on the event or somewhere? 12. I think there was 12, 12 people. Okay, yeah. yeah. So 12 people that were, when they dug out the basement, they found 12 people. And then they just re, they just put the bodies back in. Yeah, I think uh, the, the hauntings that happened there have nothing to do with the murders. Because the murders actually, well, the possible murder didn't even happen there. It actually happened at the house next door, by the way. True. Right? What do you mean I the house next door? There's, there's a property that was the property next to it was actually owned by them, too, at the time. Okay. And it actually happened there, not right there. The murder happened there. Well, supposed murder or like the, the hanging of the, uh, the, okay. uh, the slave or so whatever So it wasn't like from the carriage house? No, no, but she stayed there. 
Okay. Oh, so something happened, but like the, way the actual. The it was she hung her, she was hung in the carriage house in her private room that the girl wouldn't go into. Yeah, I don't know. I don't okay. know about that. But because the, the story has that the the husband and wife were throwing a party, and then the husband was secretly banging the slave, the head slave, and then the wife walked in and found it and threw herself from the top floor of the house and killed herself. Yeah. The husband went away for a couple of weeks, and when they came back, the slave, the head slave that he was banging, was found hanging. With no say, no trace of suicide. Yes, that's um, the idea. But I think any of the haunting comes from just the twi- the Battle of Savannah took place within the confines of that region, which is the second bloodiest battle of the Re- revolution. So yes. I-, I think if it's any of that activity, it's coming from that and not these two idiots who want to hung himself and threw no, basically threw himself off I the balcony. I agree. That creepy though. Yeah, because back then you buried people where they died during the war. So true, true. it makes sense that uh, 12 bodies, you know, probably a dramatic death. Uh, that actually might have been a barracks for French, for uh, troops in that area. So it was the original capital of Georgia as well, Savannah. Yeah. So back in the old days, in the 1600s, Savannah was the capital of Georgia because it was coastal location. The rest of the state wasn't really developed yet. Just like a lot of coastal towns were the original capital for the state, and they were eventually moved inland. Boston was the only one of the only few cities that the was the original capital that never got moved. Mm. I, I guess Plymouth was technically the capital for a little while, but then Boston became the capital. Typically, in modern day thinking, Worcester would have been the capital of Massachusetts just because it's the centrally located. Because they didn't have telephone, they didn't have internet, they didn't have everything had to be centrally located. So you needed your capital city to be in the middle of the state so that all angles of the state could get to it. That's the reason why. And the uh, mid-1800s, they thought about moving Washington, D.C. to Lincoln, Nebraska. So the nation's capital would have been in, in Lincoln. Yeah. And the reason, because it would have been in the middle of the country. But then the telegraph and telephone was developed. So they didn't need that anymore hmm. to be centrally located. So it's funny because it, it, Savannah is like a you know 400-year-old city. Just think how many people are buried in Boston. Oh, I know. Just think how many, when they were doing the big dig, how many bodies they found, and they didn't talk about it. Because... Every time you find an uh, an archaeological uh, like a site, you have to stop construction and have an archaeologist come in there. And actually, it takes months. What about the Bunker Hill Monument? Dude. There's it, a lot of shit that happened around there. The right? city of Boston does not tell you about the bodies they found because the, the way it works is you literally get your construction sites shut down for two, to, to two months to years. Yeah, no one wants to talk about it. They can't yeah. afford to shut you down. So you find a skull... As the like that new the tallest building in Boston, the building right now. Yeah, I'm sure they found some shit when they're. Oh, probably. Out. Yeah, they you can't just, say it though. You just uh, pretend you turned a blind. You eye. tell your contractors, listen, you don't see anything because if you do, this site gets shut down. It's because the archaeologists have to come in there, and now it becomes an archaeo- become you. For all you know, they could be digging, and it could be a Pandora's box, and you could have body after body, and become some kind of ruin. So you have this. You just paid a million, a billion dollars for this piece of land yeah. that is now an archaeological grave site that I you can't even touch. Get it, but it's kind of sad because we could be paving over something historic that happened. Oh. That, you know, it's. I get it. Though. I guarantee. But sad. Tommy Young. Oh God, he's just waving his red rocket in our face and has no idea what to do with it. It's so sad. <laughs> Yeah, there was a, you know, like in New York City, they say at any given time you're within five feet of a rat. Yeah. Essentially. I think in Boston or any of these historical cities, at any given time you're five to ten feet from a dead body. I, I'd go with that. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody's like Faneuil Hall, Quincy Market, how many bodies are buried underneath Definitely. there. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, back in the day, there's buried bodies, man. You're telling me that the only grave sites 
in the state are those little teeny ass dinky grave sites around the cities and stuff. Oh yeah, totally. It's those are only the, those are the only people that died. That's it. Yeah, there was only yeah. like seventy five people amongst all the war yeah. and the battles that we've oh, had. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure that's it. That was yeah, only, yeah. If you add if you add, add up all the grave sites from like before 1850 back, right? You're telling me there's only you know a million people that lived between 1600 and 1850. Of course, that's Arnie. it. Yeah, ah, definitely. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Shit, they just buried people anywhere. Man, I, I I know for a fact we're not on the people right now because this is a quarry and you can't dig through a rock. But if you go to any historical town, the city of Concord and Lincoln, Mass, yeah. tons of dead people everywhere. Yeah. Boston dead people. Quincy Quarry used to be a dumping zone. Quincy Quarry was a, it was Cars. a place where people would jump into the quarry and then die because they didn't know how deep the fucking water was. <laughs> I forget how many cars they found there when I. Uh, oh yeah, when Lynn, the once. Lynn Reservoir up in uh, Highland <laughs> Avenue, Lynn. Yeah. People used to steal cars and drive in there. I remember a few years ago. Which is cursed. The water level got so <laughs> low that you could see start seeing like antennas of cars that were rusted out. They and they were finally able to pull the fucking cars out. Yeah. I mean, but you think these cars have gas and shit? Like, who steals cars nowadays? First of all. True. Was this a big thing in the seventies and eighties? You steal a car and drive in. It's kind of dangerous now with technology. It's gonna get found. Oh, yeah. I have a GPS tracker in my car. Yeah. You know, like you find a phone. Yeah, I have that on my car. You got to get that to a chop shop within like ten minutes. If someone like, stole my car, I could literally tell you exactly where it was. Yeah, you got to get that thing to a yeah. shop ten minutes. People don't steal cars these days because no. it's it's stupid because there's, it, there's no value in it. They'll steal your fucking hubcaps though. Yes, I don't have hubcaps. I have rims. Thank you very much. <laughs> but they would steal hubcaps like in that Christmas at that vacation movie when they, they stole were in mine. Louis. I had all mine stolen. Did you really? In selfie. Yep. When you remember that, you remember vacation. He was like in St. Louis, and he's asking the guy for directions, and the guys are going yep. around prying yep. off the hubcaps. Yep. It's it's funny because, and what do the people do with hubcaps? Go to uh, Adi's hubcaps in Everett. Hang them in their freaking garage. I don't yeah, even so know. There's a hubcap place in Everett called Adi's, and when I had my um, Honda, I lost a hubcap. I had to go there to get a fucking hubcap. You guys wanted to charge me fifty dollars for a fucking hubcap? That sucks. But, yeah. What are you gonna do? Then in line. Uh, that's all you have Double back Nothing from you today He sat there the entire show Kept his mouth shut He's not eating meat And we're both growing beards For Nashville Yeah We go to Nashville In six and a half weeks And we're growing beards <laughs> Look at that Look at her boobies Just dumping out <laughs> Angie What's her name Angie? Uh, Angelina Angelina yeah. You dirty Staten Island hooker <laughs> That is like The op- See like that. See, <laughs> there you go There's Staten Island Trashy girls right yep. Right there And then the fl- only the only difference between that and the Florida version is they're blonde, yeah, and have a southern accent and they have bad acne. Yeah, I've seen a lot of the lot of them seem to have bad acne. It's probably because they're not on birth control. A lot of girls go on birth control to control their acne. Oh, that's true. Because they yeah, get yeah. their hormones all steadied. I guess that's a decent hypothesis right there. Already. I always thought these twelve and thirteen year old girls when I was growing up were on birth control because they were sexually active. Mm. And then later in life, I found out there was a reason they were on birth control is because they had to control their hormones. Could be a good excuse too. So you can take the D take and don't D. worry about the B. The D train. I mean, Joey got a girl pregnant when he was thirteen. He was going deep. Joe, if you had a, if you got if you got a girl pregnant when you were thirteen, how old the kid be these days? Twenty. Joey would have a twenty-one-year-old kid right now. That's crazy. Can you imagine? You go that? drinking with your kid. Do you imagine you could have a twenty? We could have another roommate. <laughs> Can you imagine if any of us had a 20... Uh, actually, Eric has a 21-year-old That's true. Yeah, 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 we're close to. Let me imagine one of our friends having a 20-year-old kid. Yep, I can imagine the reality of it. Yes. Yeah. It's kind of crazy, though, huh? Very. I mean, at this rate, I'm, I mean, I'm trying to drop the bombs in Ju- Susie J in the next few months, so, you know. I'm going to be an old man at the graduation, though. Sure, you don't be that guy with the oxygen tank and the right? wheelchair. 
So happy Someone to see Darth my, Vader. So happy to see my kid graduate up high school. I smoke too many cowboy killers back in my day. I smoke a pack of cowboy killers once every like three years. Yeah, on vacation. I only smoke. Yeah. Hey, Joey, I only smoke one pack this trip. Here's some, only one pack of cowboy killers. I had three left too. Three cigs left too. Huh. I think he did. Yeah, and I smoked a couple. I smoked uh, I had a couple one Philly buns. I had a few with you at the club. Oh, uh, we were so we were at this. Just wait, we're gonna end the show pretty soon. But just the, go on the cowboy killers. When I'm on vacation, I'm drinking with the guys. I like to smoke some cowboy killers. You know, Marlboro Reds, if you will. And we we're at the strip club, but we none of, none of us had a lighter. But I had the cigs. So we bummed that light off. Yeah, to the I guy. bummed the light. I got a lighter, and then yeah. I handed you uh, the like ghetto torch. So you yeah, yeah. Yours, and you but just I had kept to rip, going. I had to keep yep. ripping the butts because I didn't want my light to go down. So when my my fucking cig got down to the filter, I would just rip another butt, and yep. I was ripping them like constantly. Yeah, you were chaining those. Buttons. Oh yeah, I smoked half the pack that night. It took me a week to get my voice back. Yeah. Oh yeah, and I don't, I don't even, I, I don't even like, I, it, I don't inhale. I, I don't, I don't know how people get an addiction to nicotine. Like I just smoke them, I, but I can stop at any time. I don't, I don't, I don't you know what I mean. I don't know. Yeah, I guess cigar was fun for a little while, but you gotta like a cigar. The ones that Eric were buying, you need to like be like somewhere for like hours and be able to enjoy it. You can't just be walking to a bar and then putting it out, you know. Yeah, it blew through mine. That's I why I like the uh, little Al Capones, the little mini cigars, the cigarettes. You know, I mean, those yeah. things are like. But great thing about Georgia was you could smoke. Uh, smoke. Well, no, drink on the street. You can drink on the street. You can smoke at the bars. Yeah, that one bar we went to the last night. You could smoke. Remember that outdoor one? Um, could you? I think I was ripping butts. Uh, I, I can't remember. Yeah. I know in Jacksonville you definitely get ripped butts. Oh, yeah. You know, Mikey dropping his number off at the fucking waitresses, asking if they like to be choked. His opening line was, hiya, Mikey. Hi. And they talked for about 15 minutes, and he's like, do you like to be choked? Uh, I, I want to get him on the show and interview I, him. I would love that. We're going to have a, a Mikey episode. That he t- we, you know what we did with Susie? We let her take control of the show. Yeah, we should have one where we let Mikey take control of the show. Yes, the world according to Mikey. Yes. Yeah. How you feel about that double back? It'll be an interesting show, isn't it? It's just the look on his face is so like, how do you not understand? Like he's like, he looks at you like yeah. you're the one who doesn't get it. Like, how, yeah. well, this is fine. I introduced about? him to some stuff this trip. Did that? Uh, I gotta be honest with you. Might maybe life changing for him. I th- I agree with you, and yeah. hopefully he comes on the show to talk about it. I would love to. Yeah. I would love to engage on his uh, perspective of what uh, what went down during this trip and uh, how he, as a uh, as a grown man, <coughs> is uh, planning to uh, you know carry carry on. Yes. So, uh, yes. All right. So uh, there's another show in the book. Seventy three. We're uh, yeah. you know twenty uh, seven from a hundred. Yeah, sure. Right. A quick uh, math right I'm there. not the math guy. You are. Yes. 20 is still a few months away. Do four a month. It'll we'll be after the new year. So Half a year away. Half a year away. Thank you, Joe. Thank you. Thank you very much. Literally. Here he goes. Literally. Is that what it is, really? Oh, you're right. Oh, so we're looking at like... I might already be divorced by the time we hit show. Well, it might be. God. We wouldn't be broadcasting a show from here from the voice. I can tell you that would be awkward, huh? <laughs> Shit. We'd probably be in a trailer in Florida. God. That's my game plan. If I get the voice, I'm just buying a trailer in Florida for 20 grand. I already told Sue I should just keep my stuff packed just in case. I used to talk to a guy who just got married again for the second time. I'm not going to say who it is. But he used to tell me when he was married the first time, he used to do an, um, uh, a no-show sometimes to his wife. Just to keep her on her toes. 
It's a cat manipulator. But no, all right. You were doing no call, no show, and just oh, sleeping no. in his car. You used to have a, a, a bag in his car. A bug, uh, yeah, like a bug out bag. Yeah. yeah. And like sometimes, you know, if she was if she was acting a fool, he would just no call, no show. Just keep her on her toes. If I no called no show Susie, she probably wouldn't realize until the morning because she'd be in a coma. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Or if she did realize, probably call the FBI. Maybe. Hopefully. There'd be two extremes there. It'd either be like she didn't know, or it'd be like I would have an Amber alert out for me. Well, she'd probably try to get in touch with your friends before. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't tell any of my friends if it was no show and no show. Yeah. There we go. It's live on camera. They don't know. Tommy's just <laughs> humping her face with his red rocket. All right. All right. You ain't plugging anything? The usual. Check out the Whirlwind Potato on YouTube. WhirlwindReports.com. Hey, hey, Bill, how you feel about being in jail for the next six years? Well, you see, I'm going to get out in a couple of years on good behavior. You see? Then I'm going to go back and start a little roof. A roof for a little But poor Bill's going to be there for at least six years. I'm going to be dishing the jello pudding. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <sighs> And uh, the Packy.com, Wizardy.com, the Wicked Explorers, uh, <laughs> TWExplorers.com. Uh, next week, we're going to be back on Wednesdays. I don't think we got anything going on next week, do we? No. Rock Football. On. Rock on. Fucking, I don't know. Um, yes. Back schedule. Like us on Facebook. Like us on uh, on YouTube. Subscribe. Podbean, iTunes. Uh, you know the deal. Don't be uh, don't be that guy, you know. Like us, uh, you know. I, I I like seeing different people chiming in, other than Alex Wallace. I do appreciate Alex Wallace. I just put I uh, just posted our uh, special edition from last week that we did in the car on Podbean. It'll be on YouTube tonight, so all that stuff. So thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you for being that guy. And uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, me and uh, Eric Powers are going to uh, Kid Rock Saturday. Oh, Jesus. So uh, we'll have stories. To oh, tell. I, I'm sure I you will. I'm that. looking forward to hearing them. So uh, don't, don't do what I do, but if you do, do it good. See you guys later. Bye-bye. Jeez.